0: Hello oh, and welcome to episode 30 of the Fierce Calling podcast. I'm your host, Doris Swift. This podcast is about a community of women who are taking action where their passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. We're using our gifts to impact the world for Christ, and I hope this podcast inspires other women to step out, take action, and use their gifts to impact the world. In this episode, Living a Life of Purpose, I'm talking with my friend, Fauna Johnson a master certified life coach. She helps others find courage to walk in their calling and live a life of purpose and meaning. Find out the real reason her career took a short detour and how that's applicable to all of our lives. Her story, her gentle, calming confidence in Christ and her God-given gifts will inspire you. She is walking in her fierce calling, which is to help others walk in theirs. Listen in while I have a chat with Vanna Johnson. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fierce Calling Podcast. Today I have my friend Vanna Johnson with me. She's a master certified life coach who helps people who find themselves wandering through life feeling empty and unfulfilled create a deeper connection with their faith and live a life of purpose and meaning and I'm excited to have her on. Welcome to the show, Vona.
1: Hello, Doris. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today.
0: Oh, thanks, Vona. It's uh, just such a blessing to talk with you, and you just have such a calming, wonderful way about you that just puts everyone at ease, and I just love that about you. So you have a podcast as well. We'll talk a little bit about that later, but I love that, you know, how you say that we're all created for a purpose, and too often life gets in the way and we lose sight of our true calling. So you like to help people reconnect with their dreams and find the courage to live the life their soul is longing for. I love that. Sounds wonderful. So I'm going to ask you to share a little bit about your story and how you're taking action where your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect.
1: Okay i'm I'm excited to be able to share my story with you as as it is with all of us. You know we could we could go way back to the beginning. I don't know there's there's I've thought a lot about this lately because I'm actually writing a book, and I'm in the process of trying to pick out the pieces that that have the most relevance and mm-hmm. figuring out how my story intertwines with with God's story
2: mm-hmm.
1: and realizing the different points in my life where I thought I was doing this all on my own and realized that I really wasn't. That even before I had the wherewithal to say, okay, God, I can't do this. I need you to help me. He was stepping in and helping me and um, <laughs> being gracious enough to let me think I had it all under control, which is really kind of hilarious, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, Vonna. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, my, my
1: story, um, this part of the journey where, where it all intersects and comes woven together is really about, uh, I retired from a 30-year career in the housing finance industry and had really been blessed uh, through that whole career. Um, Had a great job and had kind of, you know, been coaching throughout that with the people that I worked with. I was that go-to person that could figure out how to solve problems and, and help people, whether it was work related or personal. I was kind of the person that people would come to if they just didn't know what else to do kind of thing. And I, I really initially started this part of my journey. Um, I'd had some health challenges related to the stresses and all of that, in that work world um, experienced that, I think, because it's just hard to avoid the stress. But yeah. I was having a lot of different, it was manifesting in my body in different ways. And so I had kind of been on this long journey of trying to get into and kept getting more and more into holistic health solutions and kind of stumbled across this whole idea of health coaching and, you know, just kept being more and more intrigued with that. And finally decided I was going to take a certification course to become a health coach. And I took that and then, you know, that led to another level of, of training and all of that. But along that journey, God was saying, he kept giving me opportunities to talk more about life. And the choices we make, and realizing that the health challenges that we have are really more related to that disconnect in our lives, that being out of alignment with His will. And I just kind of started, you know, having opportunities to to talk about um, different things. And a couple, I had a couple of opportunities to give talks, speeches on things, and it was all related more to faith, and it helped me realize. That that he wanted me to use the gifts that I have and the all of the intertwining between the professional career and the health coaching and my my personal journey of faith. Mm-hmm. He wanted me to use that to help people realize that we do have a purpose and our purpose can be fulfilled wherever we are. So so he, he, he created us for a purpose and then he gives us dreams and he wants us to use those dreams and and then all of the experiences and all of the um, talents and skills that he's given us to weave together to fulfill the purpose. And the purpose really is to get to know and love him more and more every day and to share our story, his story through us with other people so that we can all know him better. Right?
0: Right. That is so beautifully said. Vana, it is so amazing. And I love how you were talking about alignment with his will, because it also reminds me about how, like when our physical body is out of alignment, you know, oftentimes people will go and get adjusted or because when we're out of alignment, it throws things off and being out of alignment with God's will throws things off as well in our life. And I love that you've been called to help people get back on the path, get back to where they were created to serve, created to walk and just be who they've been, created to be. And I understand about what you were talking about how when we have a position, you know, a secular type job and and it can be very stressful, but like you said, God uses all those experiences to equip us for what we're working towards. So when you were talking about how he intertwined all of your experiences and your knowledge that he's allowed you to Obtain over the years and just intertwine that into helping people. Because I know they often say that when you're thinking about writing a book, or you're thinking about doing a course, or you're thinking about how you can impart these things and help people. That oftentimes you can just look back and say, what do people usually ask you to do, or what do they ask you about, or who comes to you for help, and what is it that you help them with? You know. So it sounds like that just fell right into place for you.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I refer to it a lot. I used to talk about it being like the manna, you know, when, when God gave his people, he was like, just trust me and I'm going to give you all you need. And every day you just go pick up the bread, right? And I I used to talk about following the breadcrumbs. And then I started realizing that a big part of my mission is helping people make really meaningful connections in their life and really connect with themselves, with their faith, with the people that God brings into their life. And so I kind of shifted now and I refer to it more of connecting the dots. Remember the little um, pictures that we used to get as kids where they were numbered? And yes. you go from one to two to two to three. And mm-hmm. it didn't make any sense until you got all the way done. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a lot what our lives are like. Mm. Uh, we just take that next step. We don't get to see the whole picture until we've gotten all the way done. And that's not going to be until our last breath. Mm. So we just keep connecting the next dot and the
2: next dot.
1: and And it's so beautiful. And the only way we can get through it, I think, without having huge health challenges or you know, whether it's a physical or a mental, I mean, there's, there's going to be stressors in our life, but until we learn to trust God and just do the next dot, our lives aren't going to be that, that fulfilling life that he's called us to. I mean, we mm-hmm. can fight it all the way every, tooth and nail every step, yeah. or we can surrender and just say, okay, God, I'm yours. Show me what you want me to do. And yeah. that's, that's what I think, God, wants me to do is help people realize it's not your our purpose isn't always always searching and reaching for the next higher goal and the next promotion and the bigger house and all of that. Our purpose is to seek his kingdom first. And he will he will bring us, he will give us, he will fill those promises that he's given us. Mm. But we have to let go and that is the hardest thing to do.
0: Yeah. I totally get that for sure. And I love how you were talking about that um, image of connecting the dots, because it just seems like your fierce calling is to help people connect the dots, to help them to know next steps. But I love how you were just talking about let's not only look to the future and feel like we need to keep doing, 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 you know, to get to somewhere that maybe we're already somewhere that we need to be. (laughs) And so, you know,
1: exactly. And, and a perfect example of that for me is years ago, I was in a position and, and I said my career in housing was a 30-year career. Well, I took a 14-month break from that. And I guess I was still in housing, but I, I left the, the housing authority. I took this job that was going to be this amazing, you know, I was going to have all of these huge opportunities and that, you know, everything was, it just seemed to be so perfect. And it didn't take very long for me to realize that it wasn't panning out the way I thought it was going to. I was working harder. I was making less money because the commissions never quite came the way they were supposed to and all of that. And fortunately for me, I had the opportunity to go back and finish my amazing career at the Housing Authority. And that was such a blessing. But what I realized later was that 14 months had nothing to do with And I learned lessons there and I learned skills that helped me in my career, but it had everything to do with the friend that I made at that other job. I had gone to a local bank and met a woman who we just instantly clicked, became dear friends. And after I had left and gone back to my other housing authority job, her husband got really sick with cancer and i was able to be there for her and hold her hand through that whole thing sorry i'm getting emotional i don't Aww. usually do that but, Aww, um, but but that was what it was all about it had nothing to do with the job and fortunately you know god had to entice me to that job with other things that, that made me think that's why I needed to go. But it wasn't until I looked back and and looked at where that dot led me to realize that my real purpose there was to be there for her. And I I just feel so blessed that he used me in that way. And so whenever we find ourselves in a place and it doesn't look like what we thought it was going to look like, that's when we need to stop and look around and and look for the lesson, look for the opportunity to serve and do whatever it is that's right there in front of us. No, he'll, he'll keep leading us to the next God, but what's, what am I here for right now?
0: Yeah. What should I learn? That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that story. That is just so precious. And I love how you brought that out because I know there's times where people will look back and they'll feel like there were decisions that they made and they just wasted some time doing this or that, but, but God never wastes anything. So how you were looking at that as you know this is really the reason why he led me to the other place and that that's just amazing and I know that's going to encourage someone today because that is something that we really need to just be intentional about like you said just look at the bigger picture yeah so yeah
1: and I equate that to the situation that we're going through right now Um, And just been spending a lot of time realizing that we are missing an opportunity here if all we are is focused on how hard it is to stay home and not to go to our restaurants. And God has given us a huge opportunity here. To share our stories and to get to know and and really spend time with the people that are important to us. I mean, there's so many things that good that can come out of this. And if yes. all we are is focused on how it's not working out the way we thought it would, we've missed an
0: opportunity. Mm, that is such wisdom from the Lord for sure. Because yes, oftentimes too, we may although self care is so very important. If we're looking too inward, you know, instead of maybe looking outward, how we can be serving others or helping others. You know, it can really, like you say, we can miss some things and some opportunities that God has really allowed because he doesn't, he doesn't cause all of this sickness, disease, and all that kind of thing, but he does allow things for a purpose. And so I love how you were encouraging us to keep looking for that and what he's wanting us to do during this time. Instead of just feeling like we're being punished or something. You know? Right.
1: Well, and the thing that's really been on my heart lately is, you know, we're so fearful. We're afraid to go out. We're afraid to stay home. I mean, there's, there's mm-hmm. just this huge cloud of uncertainty and fear over us. Mm-hmm. And what keeps coming to me is the opportunity, the reminder that we, we never are promised tomorrow. Covid has reminded us that that we can go very quickly. That's always been a factor in our lives. We've never known when, our, we will take our last breath. But yeah. right now, um, it's it's so prevalent in our society, and we're all like, oh, you know, we better not do because. But the reality is, at any time. Not even, I was going to say, anytime I walk out my door, I'm at risk of dying. But literally, it could be, I don't even have to walk out my door. <laughs> right. <laughs> right,
0: The bathroom is really dangerous. <laughs> right. In the kitchen, I'm, I'm always burning myself and cutting myself.
1: <laughs> right, right. So, but the reminder to me is that we aren't promised tomorrow. So yeah. let's make sure that those people that we love know that this isn't the end game. And that all we really need to do is make sure that we're all going to be there
2: mm-hmm.
1: for that big reunion at the end of time as we know it here on this world. Yeah. The worst thing can, that can happen isn't that we die from this. The worst thing that we can happen is that we die from this and we haven't made sure that everyone we love is on the other side
0: with us. Yes, such a reminder. And thank you for that reminder also that tomorrow isn't promised.
1: Right. You know, I, the way I've been saying it is this is such a, a time of renewal and mm-hmm. we've been forced to put down some of the, the bags, if you will, that, yeah. that we've been carrying around in life. And we, I love the word that you used um, a little while ago, we can be very intentional
2: mm-hmm. and
1: we're we're starting to have that conversation about returning back to normal and reentering back into our our lives again. And I honestly pray that we don't go back to the normal as it was before all of this, because Mm -hmm. we have, as a society, taken on so many things and we've been too busy to spend time in the Word and we've been too busy to go and worship with others, believers, and have that fellowship. And I just hope that as we start having these conversations about what life looks like beyond COVID 19, Mm -hmm. that. We consciously, when we start picking up the things in our lives, we'd we be very intentional about what we put back into our life and whether we really need to do that. And like I've said before, it can be something that's really beautiful, yeah. but maybe it isn't for this time. And maybe, maybe we just need to leave that for now and be, mm-hmm. be intentional about keeping time with our family and keeping time you know, taking self-care and working out and and some of those things that we've been allowed to do because we've been on pause, but make sure that they don't go away again. Right.
0: Right. Yes. I love all that you said just now. And so true. And, you know, the word does remind us not to grow weary and well-doing. And that's oftentimes what happens is we just run ourselves ragged and we can't pour out because we're emptied and we don't, Take that time to just slow down, you know, and and just bask in His presence and take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah yes, it's like hard, you know, really hard. I think sometimes we try to get a step ahead of God. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> that's not a good idea. <laughs> a friend of mine used to always say, "I realized that I needed to stop doing God's job." <laughs> yeah,
1: well, you know, and and that's really a big part of my story is that although you know, I was raised in the church, uh, took a long pause, if you will, between, say, you know, my early teens through my early 20s, um, came back to the church. But even then, I was really kind of just going through the motions, you know, I got, Mm -hmm. I got myself to church on Sunday mornings, most of them. And I, you know, I did my prayers when I had time. And I, you know, started doing devotions. I mean, it was kind of like, stacking, you know, habits through through years. I mean, this was a long progression. But I didn't ever take the time to understand that it wasn't about doing all of those things. It was about who I was becoming and that relationship yeah. that I had with Jesus. And I didn't take him to work with me
2: mm-hmm. most
1: of the time. If I had a tough meeting or if I was going to have a conversation where I needed to you know, call somebody out on something or whatever, yes, I would say a quick prayer, you know, asking God to guide that conversation. But I didn't regularly just say, okay, Lord, we're, you know, we're we're headed into to the office today, please walk with me, help me make good decisions. And, and that one was really missing in my life. And I didn't realize it until I took that I connected that dot became a coach started my own business, and realized that, It doesn't just come to, work doesn't come to you in your, as an entrepreneur, like it does in the office. And so I was taking a lot of liberties and just um, doing things on my own. And I, I, I can't imagine how much more amazing, and I love my job. I love my life, but I can't imagine how more amazing it would have been if I had let God be a bigger part of that part of my world. And that's my message is I want people to realize that he should be in every aspect of our lives. Right. Yeah.
0: Yes. I love that reminder and how you're bringing that out in the lives of the people that you work with, because it is so important. Uh, getting away from the legalism of just checking off a box because Sunday was, okay, I'm supposed to go to church, check off that box, you know, and not make it so legalistic, but make it, you know, like you say, it, it is a relationship and it's personal. And for years growing up, I really never heard that I didn't hear that message. So I didn't understand what that meant. And so I kept God in a neat little box called Sunday. And then, you know, the rest of the week, <laughs> you yes. do whatever, and then you come back on Sunday. And so that's such an important message. And it's so freeing. It's a yes. so freeing. So how do you usually get started with working with someone?
1: It all comes for me just from you know having those conversations, helping people realize where, where their, their gaps are. To be honest, right now, I'm really focused on what I call my Living Your Faith Mastermind community, mm. where I'm bringing professionals together to help them both from kind of a, an accountability standpoint to get encouragement and accountability and both from a professional cow, you know, I'm having a really tough time with this employee. What, what do you guys think kind of thing, but then also um, how, how we live our faith in that professional realm. So like my, one of my groups right now, we're talking about, you know, I've got one person in the group that's just using this community to help her be committed and be accountable to her goal to run a marathon. Mm. Another one is uh, got a small business and she just wants this group to help her kind of talk through, you know, how she's doing her marketing and and getting her outreach out there. A couple of them are, are in the work world and are just, you know, looking for advice on, you know, just whatever. I mean, one's, one's Mm -hmm. building a membership. I mean, so they come from at different angles, but they're all coming together as Christians. This is a really brand new thing, but the idea is is that we would have mastermind small groups that would meet once a month, and then the larger community would get together and meet once a month, and so we can learn and grow together as a community, and I just, I'm loving, it's so new, but I'm already seeing this relationship building. We're praying for for one another. One of the gals has a really good friend who, the husband just died from COVID, and, Mm -hmm. and the wife has symptoms. And so, you know, we're praying. That's just another way that as a community, we can encourage, love and support one another. And so that's kind of where God has me right now. Yes, I'll do one-on-one coaching if somebody needs it. But right now I feel like he has me focused on my mastermind, my podcast. And of course, this book that's kind of feels like bigger than life right now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yes, (laughs) it can be. I love what you were talking about with, the people that you work with, because you're helping them, but you're also helping them transform their workplace.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. And that's the point. Yeah. And people just seeing a difference, like that they want to know more, like why? what is different about you? You know, why do you look at this that way? Or how can you get through this difficult situation? And we're our walking faith. I mean, we are Right. Sharing whether we speak it out in words or not, people can just tell. And then they right. will come and they'll ask.
1: Yeah. So I I literally just this weekend watched God's Not Dead Too, and that's exactly mm. what it's about. And a woman mm. that was challenged by sharing her faith in, in the workplace. But what I um I think is really important to realize is that there are people that will never set foot through the doors of a church. Mm. And we are the only church they will ever see. Uh, one of my favorite podcasters is um, Stephanie Lassell with Gospel Spice. Um, I met her at the podcast conference we were at. And if you haven't listened, you need to. She's, she just mm-hmm. has a beautiful way of teaching the Bible. But she talks about, in one of her episodes, the fact that there are five Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and then us. We are sometimes the only gospel that some people will ever meet. And I just thought that's such a beautiful way of saying that. And that's why we need to live our faith in everything we do. If we, if we are being that person that's just, you know, striving and pushing and making it all about us, then, then going to church on Sunday morning, people are looking at it going, well, that's not what I want. Yeah, You know, if that's what it's all about, you can have it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love what you were talking about, about people seeing us. I literally had somebody one time say to me, and this was years ago before I even, you know, imagined. I'm not even sure if I was doing Bible studies yet. I'm pretty sure I wasn't meeting them yet. But I had started that journey. But anyway, I remember her saying to me, there's just something different about you. She was, I I don't know what it is, but I want that. And that's what I want people, all of the people who love Jesus to be able to radiate that light where people just look at us and go, I don't know what it is, but that's what I want.
0: Yeah. That is amazing. So special. Like it's humbling that we would have an opportunity to share the gospel with other people. We have a an event at our church annually where we shop for the food pantries. That's like our church service. And it's called Acts 29 because we're the 29th chapter in the book of Acts. Like There is no Acts 29 in the book oh, of Acts, but, but we're like the next chapter. So it kind of reminded me about what you were saying about the podcast that you love. And yeah, so true. We are Jesus to the world, making him famous and sharing his love. and. Taking the gospel where we live, work, and play—that's right. everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. And and I love that too. That we can be that to our families because there are people in our families that still have not connected those dots, like you say. Right,
1: Lisa Tierkirst, in one—I can't remember exactly the the name of her book—but I, it was so profound to me. She talked about how we're all called to go spread the word you know mm. i mean that's that's our mission but she reminds us that it starts within our home
2: mm.
1: and and sometimes we forget that you know yeah. because because of all the stresses and the things that we pile on us while we're out there making a living and doing all the things so when we come home we let our hair down and sometimes we aren't the nicest person we could be mm-hmm. and i loved how she she was like, let's start it inside our doors. And then, you know, then the neighborhood, then the, it doesn't have to be in Africa. Let yes. our mission field be right here. And then it can permeate around throughout the world. And if we are not perfect. We'll never do it exactly right. Mm-hmm. But as long as we're being intentional, as long as we're, we're having that relationship, we're in the word, we're practicing our faith, I think the Holy Spirit will guide us and he'll give us the word and he'll, he'll help us.
0: Yes. The Holy Spirit takes care of those things. And I know a lot of times we take it upon our own shoulders that we get this person to where, you know, they accept Jesus and, you know, and it's like, well, there's some that plant the seeds or some that water, right? Like Paul was talking about and that God, he takes care of the rest. So. That's something that is so freeing and comforting to me. It was so freeing. It's like the Holy Spirit takes care of those things and he puts people in your heart and he leads you and he opens the doors to conversations. So allow yes. that to just flow in his time yes. organically, because a lot of times we try to make things happen in our own time. <laughs>
1: Oh man, <laughs> yeah. that's a big part of my story. But yeah, and that's that's the lesson. That's mm-hmm. probably the lesson I've been learning the most in this entrepreneurial journey that I'm on. And that is yeah. to learn to rest in him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And yes, I need, to, I need to work hard. I can't just sit on my couch and wait for him to bring people to me because that's not how it's going to happen. Right. So I just keep doing the next thing, taking the next step. Mm -hmm. and then serving the people that he does bring to me, and he will open the doors that need to be opened, and I don't have to work so hard, it's, I've I've equated it to, I'm learning the process of discerning what's mine, and what's his,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, yeah,
0: he loves us so much, and it's funny, because you know how sometimes we'll look, uh, we'll Google, like, how did this saying get started, how did this saying get started, and I always think about, I think, God coined the phrase "How's that working for you <laughs> <laughs> You I know think, he did, <laughs> yeah, I think that was his actually,, um, yeah. so you know it's like now, now can you sit down? I have something on you to talk to you about um you know kind of thing, so that love that's it. awesome, yeah, that's just awesome, it. and he does he brings people together, it's just beautiful how he does that, he connects people like you know how we connected and Yes. He just opens these doors to people that he puts in our lives that we would not otherwise have had in our lives or made a connection. You know, it's just, he takes care of all of that, which is so amazing. And I just love that. So if you were to share one thing, one encouraging thing, maybe right now with the listener, what would that be, Ivana?
1: I think... The, the most important thing that we can do is to just surrender and trust Him. And that's so hard to do, but it's going to be harder if we don't do that. We'll just keep fighting. And, and honestly, we need to be in the Word because I don't, I can't do that on my own but the peace that passes all understanding is, is there. It's, it's in our heart went through the Holy spirit, but it's best way I know how to get that is to just open that book and read it. And not just once in a while, but regularly.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. How can they get in touch with you? How can the listener connect with you and find out more about your podcast and and all the different things that you're able to do for them?
1: You know, I'm, I'm on all of the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, all of that. It's um, either Vanna Johnson or Vana Johnson Coaching. There aren't a lot of Vana Johnsons out there, by the way. Um, and it's V-O-N-A, uh, just regular old Johnson with an O. Um, but probably the best way is to just go to my website, um, mm-hmm. because that's where it all comes together. And yes, I would love it if if your listeners would, would go and, and listen to the podcast. If they want more encouragement, um, basically the things we've been talking about, it's out there every week. Sometimes I do interviews, sometimes I do monologues, um, wherever the Holy Spirit leads me that particular day. But that's longing for more. Um, I would love it if you'd go and listen, subscribe. If you would like, while you're on the, the website, you you could sign up for my newsletter. I, I try to do them weekly. I'm not a scheduled kind of person. So they come out when, when it works, uh, trusting in God's timing. This is, this has been such, such a fun conversation. I appreciate it so much.
0: Yes. I love talking with you and I'm so excited to see what God is going to do and what he's going to do in your life with this book coming up that you're working on and everything. And I love the name of your podcast, Longing for More. It's just beautiful.
1: Well, thank you. It's, it's all about going from longing for more to living your more.
0: Oh, I love that. That's amazing. So I hope that The listener will take advantage of that and hop on over to your blog. And I'll put the link in the show notes so they can connect with you. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. I just appreciate you being with me today on the show. Thank you for coming on and sharing the things that God has put on your heart. And we just know that whatever you have shared today is going to definitely bless someone that's listening. So thank you, Vana. I appreciate that.
1: Thank you. And thank you for what you do. This is just, you have a gift that I don't know if you, if you realize the gift, but of being able to just bring out the, the important things in a conversation. So thank you for doing this.
0: Oh, thank you, Vana. That blesses me. God is so good. I just love the Holy Spirit taking over and just, he just directs the conversation and we just share what it is that he wants us to share. And it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. And I hope I can have you on again. I would love that. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope what Vana shared inspired and encouraged you that you are right where you are meant to be. You can connect with Vana at VanaJohnson.com, where you'll find information on her coaching, mastermind, and links to her social media pages, her podcast, Longing for more helps listeners find their unique path to living their more. So be sure to check it out. I'd also love to connect with you. So subscribe to this podcast. Then hop on over to my website, daraswift.com, to find more encouragement and free downloadable eBooks and resources. I so appreciate you. And if this podcast blesses you, would you consider leaving a rating or a comment even and sharing it with your friends? It helps others learn about the podcast. Friend, you have a fierce calling, and your life has purpose and meaning. I'd like to leave you with this favorite scripture of mine from Isaiah thirty twenty one: Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. I hope you join me next time when I invite another woman who is taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.